Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining me on Coffee with the Therapist. I am running uh, about 10 minutes behind this morning. I think it's part of the, like right here in Wichita, it's super rainy and cloudy, and I think some of that can kind of impact my mood and my energy levels. And I feel like this morning I've been doing things, but it's almost felt like slow motion. Like I think they're getting done in a reasonable amount of time. And then I look at the clock and I'm like, how is it already 9.26 a.m.? This is insanity. But here we are. And that's just to show that even for me, um, there are days and moments that I have that aren't you know, perfect or always in alignment. Um, sometimes the weather can put my mood into something that's more calm or even uh, melancholy at times. So here we are on a rainy day in the summer um, in Kansas. So it's kind of like nice because it's a little colder this morning. So I'm kind of appreciating some of the goodness that cloudy weather can bring here in Kansas. Um, I did want to talk about something that's come up in some of the client sessions I've had this week. And it's one of the big indicators that you're making progress in healing your mental health concern. And so specifically, I want to give the example of depression. So often when clients have a history of depression, they may have these bouts of depression that they go into and they can be stuck in for, you know, weeks or a month. And as they're starting to heal, what they'll notice is it's not that as they go through the healing process and work on resolving trauma that they never have depression ever again, but that as they heal, the depression time that they are stuck in that funk, so to speak, it decreases. And not only does it decrease and they kind of get out of that funk quicker, but they'll also start to notice that their mindset and how they respond to their own depression changes over time. And so I wanted to talk about this concept because often people really only focus on the behavior. Like when they're thinking about mental health issues or like, I just want to not feel depression or I want to never become depressed. And the truth of the matter is, as a human being that is in touch with our emotions and not just avoiding the realities of life, there are times where feeling depressed or sad or exhausted is really important and that we actually have to honor that, that at times we are going to feel uncomfortable emotions. The difference between, you know, experiencing these uncomfortable emotions and having a mental health you know, illness or disorder is that the time periods that we're typically stuck in this funk, so to speak, it is not typically super long. And the way that we respond to it is different where instead of feeling like for a lot of people when they struggle with depression, it's a feeling of doom. It's a feeling. And when they respond to that, they're like, oh my gosh, am I going to feel this way forever? Right. And it's almost this like, panic mode, or they might even be anxious in response to their depression. They could feel hopeless. Sometimes I've seen people get mad at themselves and say things like, why am I just not over this yet? Like, why, why does my body ever do this whole depression thing? And as they start to heal, instead of judging when they go into those bouts of depression, or instead of being scared of them or upset with them, they start to get more curious they start to be more calm with them. They start to not fear them as much. So when those those moments of depression creep into their lives, um, they're like, oh, hey, I've seen you before. 
typically you mean X, Y, or Z for me, and I am no longer afraid of how I'll respond to this. And I trust that if I give myself some time that I will process this emotion and I will be okay. Like I have trust in the future that this thing won't last forever. I have trust that I can handle it and that I am capable of of getting through this feeling of discomfort and letting it be what it is while not letting it take over all the other areas in my life. And again, that doesn't mean we don't give ourselves time and grace. You know, if we're really in a funk, sometimes it is a good opportunity for us to take a mental health day and go home and just recover and recharge in different ways we need to. And usually when we do honor that, you know, we can wake up the next day or even like, you know, later in the day, we can kind of get back into a healthier groove and not feel stuck in that funk and not let it, you know, be the thing that is dictating our lives or our actions. The other thing too is, is now I acknowledge my funks too. And I even do that like with people at times where I'm like, you know, my day's mostly good, but it's had a little bit of a funk earlier today, but here I am. And it just, it just seems more normal. It just seems more just a part of life. And sometimes it is genuinely a healthy response to what's going on in our lives because depression, anxiety, all these different emotions and even disorders people struggle with, they serve a purpose. And so one of the things I like to do, especially if I'm ever finding myself in a funk, I'm sorry, my phone is totally going off right now. Um, Hopefully that's not too distracting, but if ever I find myself in a funk, I do see that as an opportunity to learn about what's coming up for me and to try to interpret it in a way that I can use that emotion in a useful way and, and be curious about what it means. Because oftentimes when those complex emotions come up, they are telling us something about our lives or they are telling us something like we need to slow down, we need to recover, or we need to you know, create more security and safety if we're struggling with anxiety, or we need more grounding in our lives. We need more um, anger You know, can show us what we're not okay with and what boundaries we're not setting. So all of these complex emotions serve a purpose. If we're able to sit with them and get curious and not respond to them with fear or judgment or just trying to avoid them and push them down. So it's been very cool because I've had a couple of my clients see how they've progressed through handling depression and anxiety and how they're able to get into those funks now and they don't scare them anymore. They know that they can be in them and they can be okay. They know that they're not gonna last forever And now they're taking more of a stance of curiosity about them instead of being like, oh, gosh, why did I have to get into that funk this afternoon? And so it's been a really cool process to see with my clients. It's been a really neat thing to build within myself. Um, And ultimately, we're just building trust in ourselves to handle those hard emotions and knowing that we're going to be okay and that they won't be with us forever, so to speak. So Therapy isn't just about getting rid of depression or anxiety because, again, those are important emotions. It's just learning how to process them, hold space for them, and interpret them in ways that are helpful so that we can continue to live our lives in alignment with our values and, yeah, and not being afraid of the hard stuff because we're all going to get in a funk from time to time 
And that's just the part, that's the part of being human and part of learning or responding to different contexts in our lives. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thursday. If you guys get in a funk this week, I hope you're able to take that opportunity to get more curious or at least, you know, have hope that it will not last forever. And I will check in with you guys tomorrow. Take care.